Let's get nuts. Hello, children. Sorry, hitting the button there. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to Film Junkie Live on your Monday. Last week of November and getting so close to Christmas. Hello. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Hit that like, thumbs up. Do all that. Everything like that. Share the stream. Do all the stream. Got Monday Night Football playing. I better not get distracted by that. I'm very close on my fantasy game and uh, my uh, tight end just uh, caught the ball. So that's good. But yes, guys, welcome. Welcome, everybody. Talk, chat. Let's talk some movies. Make sure you uh, do all the stuff I said. Follow me on all the sock meds that are around me. Patreon posted some stuff on there. So, uh, what's happening, huh? How's everybody doing? We got Ryan right here. Good to see you. Hello, Miss Steph. Nighthawk. Call her Nighthawk. Dare not to. Um, hit that like, thumbs up, like she says. Do all that. Let's see who else we got here. We got Lawrence uh, Snyder. Good to see you. What's going on, Diamond Absolutes? Tag on my thing was uh, messing up. Had a good weekend, actually. Um, ate way too much, which is what you're supposed to do with a holiday weekend, right? So, yeah. Get back on the diet here. Uh, what's going on, Chris Lunchbox Rogers? How you doing? We got Stephanie T here as well. Let's see who we got. Hashtag Day Full Frontal Rebel Moon 2. We'll see what happens, right? Maybe it'll be uh, one of his spinoffs or whatever the fuck. Uh, did you hear that there might have been six things that were greenlit for Rebel Moon? That's a possibility right there. Who knows? Scotty, well, congratulations, sir. If I had some wine, I don't have my Monday wine with me, so can't can't cheers ya. Can't cheers ya, but, you know, signature, like, just pretend, I guess you could say. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. We got alien sex love sounds. Ah! I need the Rebel Moon trailer, Zach. Give uh, something for I know, right? Probably won't happen until next year or something like that, so uh, we'll see what happens. All right, we got Jade right here. We got Ziggs. Happy Monday. Here's the Galaxy Holiday Special went by, went by faster than an episode of uh, 1899. <laughs> is that a dig on 1889? <laughs> 1899, or which one is that a dig on? Because I thought they were both great. Just saying. Fatty God, what's going on? Tony Movie Chappy D9, Neil Blomkamp fan. That's right. Ah, it'll be part of the tweets. It'll be part of the tweets, so... Thank you, thank you. I work for Wayne Enterprises now. I don't know if you guys knew this. Got a job, got that job, and, you know, working with the big man himself, man. He's a pretty nice guy. Keeps to himself. His chin looks like, like another person's chin, though. I don't know, it's very strange. We got Mama Film Junkie here, folks. Good to see you, Mom. Of course, we had uh, Thanksgiving on Thursday, which was great. Cortez finally watched Lord of the Rings. Wow, took you a little bit, huh? We got Joseph Henry right here. We got Casey in the house. All right, where's the drink? I don't have a drink today. I thought about pouring some vodka, but I didn't pour it. I didn't pour it. What's going on, Ryan? Cinem cinematics. Cinematics. Uh, I can't hear the music too much. You couldn't hear the music that one time, huh? Really? Interesting. I mean, I probably turned it down or something like that, or I probably adjusted some weird thing. I don't know. Who knows? But anyways, we'll figure it out. Uh, who else we got? Who else we got? Oh, this thing just jumped on me, of course. Uh, we got Niner for Life here. We got Mr. Galley. What's going on? Hello. Happy Tuesday. All right. Think you're a day ahead? Yep. <laughs> you're the boss, boss. Say hi to Bruce Wayne, right? There you go. So, all right. I got my own Mitt Fell. 
to the floor before I took my pizza out of the oven, and now I'm not feeling so good. Oh, that sucks. That sucks, man. What can you do about that? But, uh, yeah, thank you guys for uh, clicking in. Like I said, hopefully you guys had a good weekend for everybody who celebrated the holiday, of course. Hopefully you guys gained a couple of LBs. I know I felt like I did. And, uh, you know, watch some football, do all that stuff. You know, hopefully you had a good time now. That's right. It might be Tuesday on the other side of the world. Yeah, true. Some people, it is Tuesday. It definitely is. So, But, uh, yeah, guys, it was uh, pretty good. But, man, whew, do I just, like, uh, eat a little too much. But it was all delicious. It's hard not to. Really hard not to. But, um, yeah, so did all that. Uh, let's see. Make sure I got all that. All right, we're good. But anyway, so hopefully uh, you guys are doing well. Let's see. How come James Gunn is all over my feed? I n never searched his name once. Well, I mean, it's just James Gunn. Maybe you've clicked on other things. I don't know. I don't run Twitter. Ask Elon. He's the one that's doing that. Anyways, all right. Let me uh, chest out some of this stuff here. Okay, turn that on. All right, we're good. All right, let's just get to the tweets, huh? Let's get to the tweets. Buttons, buttons, buttons. All right. Let's get to the tweets and see what happened in this long uh, weekend right here. Here we go. Okay. Tweets, tweets, tweets. Let me do all that. All right. We're good. All right. Let's start off with this. This is pretty cool. Uh, they made this little poster right here of like basically 2022. Poster for 2022 right here has the various different things that came out this, uh, you know, this past year right here. So that's pretty cool. I love that little poster. Not too shabby. Um, yeah, we got the uh, Project Justice League right here, Ultimate Cut. Remember, that's going to be posted on the uh, Ford Nerds Network on on Christmas time. So there you go. Do that. Watch that. It'll be good. Uh, this warmed my heart a little bit. This was getting uh, tweeted around on uh, on Thursday. Kevin Conroy tweeting out a, uh, a colored uh, somebody who colored a a turkey that was uh, that has a bat suit on, and uh, that was from 2015 right there. So that's. Pretty cool. May he rest in peace for sure. Miss that guy already. Who doesn't, right? And then we got a flashback sequence that's going to be happening. Um, got a little first look at a flashback sequence uh, when it comes to Indiana Jones 5. That's going to be an interesting movie for sure. And then we got Rico Jr. here. Uh, we were talking about these posters last week. When it came to uh, what he was cooking up, when it came to this, this is really cool. We got Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, and then, of course, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Very unique posters, very awesome stuff. Uh, follow that guy. He's doing some good work right there. Definitely doing some good work. Ryan Coogler expresses his gratitude for fans to go see uh, going to see Wakanda Forever. So he personally wrote out a nice little sincere letter right here to... Uh, to tell everybody, like, hey, thank you for going out and watching it, you know. I have my reservations about it, but, you know, really, you know, for the most part, I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. Henry Cavill talking, uh, you know, wearing some uh, some gear, some Brazil gear right there. And, uh, you know, sticking his ass out there, you know, for the pictures, of course. You know, why not? Stick your ass out there. Stick the cheeks. Do the, the one cheek lean. Why not, Henry? We see what you're doing. Hey, good fellas, right here, huh? Yeah, me. You got uh, nicotina. You got ACS, huh? Don't mess with us. Don't mess with us. Return of the Kings, right here. Gotta love that. These people returning. This is pretty gross, but uh, you know the boys. The boys' Twitter handle was like, "Hey, Thanksgiving at the Deeps," right there. Ew. 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 Gross. But you know what's not gross? This poster right here from Mr. Flory. 
I want this. Look at that. Batman the Animated Series poster. Beautiful. We got Robert Rodriguez. This is how he carves his turkey with, uh, with an old sword, which uh, why not? If you have it, do it. You have it, do it. And I thought this was great right here. Um, I want to do this. I should just do this. Um, maybe I'll, like, when it comes to Christmas time, wherever I go, whatever I, you know, celebrate Christmas, I should bring pumpkin pie and do this decoration right here. It's the best thing ever. Have a Batmobile on it. Like, it's, you know, like they're doing donuts on the, in, on the, on the Batmobile right here with a Batmobile on the pie. I want to do that. I think I might. There's Mama Film Junkie. That's the turkey we ate right there that she was cooking up. It was delicious, 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 incredible. It was absolutely incredible. And then, of course, you know, <laughs> so when it comes to James Gunn, I mean, this was actually funny, too, because obviously he's been doing some things where he is posting like DC, you know, imagery, illustrations and whatnot. He's been doing that. And of course, on Thanksgiving goes, you know, happy Thanksgiving. He posts this right here. And, uh, you know, obviously, you know, it's just like got Justice Society mainly, you know, basically what's going on right here. And, uh, you know, so, of course, naturally, uh, a lot of people were talking about like this person right here. And he responded to him. He said, no Green Lantern in this image. Therefore, I can confidently claim that Gunn and Saffron have no intention of adding that character into the DCU. This is a scoop. I'm 100 percent confident. And James Gunn, of course, responded by uh, basically just, uh, yeah, just responding perfectly. I say probably not a good scoop. Happy Thanksgiving, because, you know, trying to destroy those guys. And, uh, you know, let's face it. It's always good to see that. Yeah. So, you know, you got to love it. And, of course, those uh, the scoopers out there, it's just now now they're like, hey, James Gunn, you should just shut up and do your job, man. I'm like this is part of his job. Part of the job is actually to do that. This is what's funny. It's becoming a new thing when it comes to the whole, well, at least when it comes to certain scoopers, when it comes to certain groups, when it comes to all this, it's like they want him to like just shut up and do his job because he keeps on shitting on all their scoops. Obviously, it's bad for business for them, but it's like, hey, don't be in the business if you don't expect the, the, the head of DC Studios to, you know, tweet out, post that, hey, it's bullshit. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. I don't know if you're lying or somebody's lying to you. He's basically just saying that. But they're like, no, no, he needs to shut up and do his job. That is his job. Part of his job. Okay. I mean, I don't know exactly what the requirements for playing DC head exactly is when it comes to James Gunn, but part of it is to point out the bullshit. So why not? And I just thought that was funny. It was a good laugh. So yeah, scoopsy daisies. I like this right here. Uh, it's a cool little uh, Back to the Future poster right there. Love it, love it, love it. Ooh, look at that shot of that crisp, fresh Black Adam costume right there. Watch out. Okay, so, you know, the, the, the Shazam posters haven't been that great, but this is pretty good. Obviously, you know, working with the whole uh, World Cup thing that's happening, you know, for soccer or, you know, as other people call it, football, football, you know. Um, this is actually pretty cool right here. I like this. I like this. Pointing out the, uh, the acronym that is Shazam, Solomon, Hercules, Atlas, Zeus, Achilles, and then, of course, Mercury right there. So that is pretty cool. Some more images of uh, Indiana Jones 5 right there. Hey, you know what? Even uh, in his mid-70s, you got to love it. You got to love it. Harrison Ford can run. We've seen him run many times. You watch The Fugitive. You watch Patriot Games. You watch anything. You know, he runs a lot. Star Wars, but uh, the man's still running, still doing good. Some more images right here. Pretty cool. We already saw that one earlier. I like it. Good stuff. 
And yeah, according right here, okay, so this is interesting when it comes to Rebel Moon. If you need a little bit of Rebel Moon tea, apparently somebody, uh, one of the crew members posted this, I think on Reddit, says, so I just worked with him. He's talking about, of course, Zack Snyder. I just worked with him on Rebel Moon this summer. By the way, he just filmed two movies, and he was greenlit for six. It's off a Star Wars script he wrote that Lucas rejected. So obviously when it comes to this, it's like, yeah, he did pitch Star Wars, but of course that got trained, that got changed drastically in the past, you know, I don't know how many years. That was back, probably back in 2008 when he pitched that to, and this is when Lucasfilm got purchased by Disney. So they rejected the script. I mean, they're not going to make anything from Zack Snyder, which I think we're all, it's, well, I think it's better that we're getting this movie as opposed to a Star Wars movie. But, uh, yeah, when it came to, uh, when it comes to this right here, he said greenlit for six. Now that's interesting. I mean, who knows how legit this is. This is just coming from somebody who posted this right here, uh, like, you know, on a, on a thread or whatever, but he said, yeah, that being said, crazy, nice guy, very, uh, intimate, uh, uh, in intimate with extra, with every scene. Dude was always behind the camera, works closely with the extras. My buddy played a dead body and Zach rolled around in the dirt, showing him how he should portray a dead body. That just shows you right here how awesome Zack Snyder is. He gave my buddy and me compliments saying we look great in the dim lighting of the barn we were shooting inside. Dude also blends in into crowds very well. You can spark a conversation with him and not realize it's him. He's always either riding a BMX bike or a skateboard back to catering. So there you go. He's always on something with wheels right there. He's a big kid. He's a big kid. I watched him accidentally bump his head into the camera. Everyone uh, grew quiet and, he, and, and got scared. And he simply said, I'm fine. I'm fine. But he does lots of sunset shots, which we know uh, now that I realize all his movies have sunset shots. Yes, he's good at shooting dawn, sunset like that because better lighting uh, and then beautiful visuals when it comes to that. He does lots of takes, not as much as Fincher, but he's up there in lots of slow-mo shots. Wow, really? Zack Snyder doing slow-mo shots? I think of him as M. Night, both visually impactful directors who could always use a writing partner when it comes to the screen. Watchmen and 300, I personally believe, are his best films. I love those films. The new Watchmen show was fun to watch, but it was nothing like his film. I'd happily work with him again, especially since working for Zach is uh, a guarantee of a 13-hour day. No matter how Rebel Moon plays out next year, it's going to be very, very pretty to look at, as we all know. But the fact that he said greenlit for six, does that mean spinoffs? Does that mean shows what the hell exactly does that mean i don't know how much we could take take from a reddit post but really cool words that uh this person had to say uh about Zack snyder and working on rebel moon so if you wanted some rebel moon tea at least we have that something something guys something Box office uh, before the weekend uh before the weekend like hit uh black panther wakanda forever Across uh, 600 million uh, uh, globally, so it's uh, probably going to reach. I don't know. It's probably going to reach 700 million. It's probably going to get into the 700 million range. That's my guess. You know, obviously, it's not going to reach the numbers as the first one. I don't think anybody expected that. And then we got Tina Gao right here. Uh, we already saw when her and uh, Maya Maya Sano Maya, Maya Sano when they did, uh, of course, their electric. Uh, cello and violin when they did uh, the X-Men theme and then of course we uh, have her doing of course we know what this is right here
So good. So perfect. There you go. Some more of that stuff right there. She freaking rocks, man. I mean, obviously, she actually did that with uh, Hans Zimmer and Junkie XL. So just good stuff right there. Good stuff. And then don't forget, guys, moviepalette.com. If you want to get, you know, you want to get a canvas to have your favorite movie or someone's favorite movie. Look, at they got Wakanda Forever right there. Speaking of that, uh, they got Cyber Monday deals happening right now. And then again, if you use Junkie15, all one word, you get an extra 15% off. The link's always provided down below. They reached out. They said, hey, have one, and I have the Matrix. I want to get some more. But, yeah, they said, hey, and then here's a, a promo code that I could use. So, yeah, do that. You know, always uh, always talking about moviepalette.com. It's pretty cool. It's on a canvas. Look at Mr. Scott McClellan. He got the watch. I think he got Watchmen, and it sa I saved him $14.25. So there you go. That's what happens right there. So do all that. It goes hard, right? Yes, it does. Uh, reportedly, Sophia Falcone is a former inmate of Arkham Asylum in the Penguin spinoff series. She served almost a decade's worth of time after she was put away by none other than Oswald Cobblepot. Oz is in for the fight of his life because Sophia knows how to hold a grudge. So a little bit of story details when it comes to the Penguin series. Of course, that's going to be coming out on HBO Max starring Mr. Galen Farrell. So that sounds pretty damn awesome. Going to have it out right there. So that's good. All right. What else we have here? Oh, yeah, this. Oh, man. This is just like the new thing that's happening right now. Move over, Winnie the Pooh. It's Bambi's turn. A horror movie focusing on Bambi is in the works and will see the lovable deer become a vicious killing machine after the death of his mother. That's right. So the guys who did Winnie the Pooh, like Honey and Blood and whatever that was called, Blood and Honey, they're going to be doing a Bambi version of... Uh, uh, you know, make it into a horror version. So a killer deer that's going to be uh, setting off to kill, I guess, the hunters or whatever the hell that killed his mom. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is like the new thing that's happening right now because there was a trailer that actually showed up today, too, which was crazy. So I thought this was funny right here. Jeez. <laughs> it's just funny. It's like, oh, man. Oh, one so but yeah. I mean, somebody pushed her. I mean, why would you want the cake anyways? She pushed her face in it, and then she just throws. She just threw the whole cake, and it's like, oh, come on. I don't know. I laughed. I laughed a little too hard at that video. I really did. Oh, look at that guy. Yeah, I don't know how much I could show that, but uh, you know. And then, hey, guess what, guys? According to Fandom Wire, Spider-Man Four is reportedly shifting to advanced pre-production. Advanced. I have no idea what advanced pre-production means. I mean, I would say like it's further along in pre-production. I guess that means advanced. Or I just was being a dickhead right here. Maybe they're having AI finalize the script. It's going to get advanced. Like, hey, we need uh, we need uh, to punch up some of the script right here. Let's put it in the AI machine. Make it advance. So I don't know exactly what advanced means, but I, I guess it just means further along. But you use the word advanced. Just seemed a little weird, Phantom Wire, but hey, that's just me making fun of you. That's all. That's all. 12 years ago, when was this, yesterday? No, that was on 12 years ago Saturday. Young Justice premiered on the Cartoon Network, and people want more. People definitely want more. All right, and then keep on going. This is a pretty cool little uh, bat and the cat art right there. Uh, of course, they, they accent the cat booty right there for sure. 
That is from Coel Niju. Uh, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but what can he do? Fear Jason, of course, putting my face into an alien's eyeball. Somebody said I look like uh, Joe Biden right here. Come on, man. I don't know. Yeah. So, but I think, yeah, you know, trying to make me look like Mulder a little bit. Uh, and here's a good video right here. Mr. Uh, Miss uh, Amy Jo Johnson, of course, who played the Pink Ranger, Kimberly. She posted this video right here, of course, uh, with... Uh, uh, with Sir, Mr. Frank right here, of course, missing him, Jason David Frank. And uh, she posted this is a pretty cool little video right here. The board one, don't, don't break it. No, oh, stop. Sorry. <laughs> so you just got to touch the board one time. Touch it. Focus, touch it focus. two times. And I and think when I say through. Go, yeah, I think through the yeah, board. Only on the third one. This one, you're just going to line it up. You're going to make oh. sure that you just touch one. That's it. Good. Touch two again. And now nice and hard. Ready? Really? Yep. Really? Yep. Go. Oh, my God. Go, 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 go. Oh, my God. Ah! Yeah! <laughs> May he rest in peace, man. Seemed like a gentle soul. Rest in peace. Mr. J, uh, Jason David Frank. Yeah, she was posting videos uh, yesterday, so it was cool to see that. Uh, just sad, man. Just sad. Just sad. And then everybody watching Wednesday, if you're wondering how they're pulling off the whole thing, you know, thing, this is how they're doing it. This dude right here has to get into a blue suit. And, uh, yeah, that's basically how they're doing it right there. You know, they just kind of uh, do some prosthetics on the hand. And then, of course, they digitally remove him. So that's, I mean, that's what they kind of did, too, when it came to the uh, Adams Family movie that came out in the 90s. But, yep, that's how they're doing it right there. So if anybody was wondering, you got to really crouch down. You got to be flexible. You got to be flexible when it comes to that. You really got to be flexible. And then I thought this was funny. Uh, there is simply no other choice for Hush in uh, in Batman 2. How are we feeling about Taylor Lautner playing <laughs> Hush? Obviously, we know the joke. It's a Twilight joke. We get it. It's funny. Uh, we got a new poster for Babylon movie right here, which, uh, you know, just Margot Robbie, just being uh, just crowd surfing right there in that barely there dress, that barely there dress. We got Mr. Uh, we got Mr. Alessandro right here doing some uh, 3D art. He's the one that, uh, of course, made my little banner back here. So he's a great artist. It's a cool little video showing that 3D art that he's going to be doing. That's cool. Uh, and then, yeah, here we go, guys. Metallica fans. Oh, my God. Nobody saw this coming. You know, and if you're a Metallica fan and you didn't know that this was uh, already out there, but yes, Metallica has a new album coming out, new tour, new everything, and they released a new single, and it was just like, what the fuck? It was a great thing, great way to start off my Monday for sure, and it's just fucking badass. Good. There you go. I just got energetic right now. Yes. It's good stuff, right? Right, right? There you go. Gotta love that. Ugh. Anyways. No, no. What? No. It's good. And then we got a poster right here. A new poster for Knock at the Cabin. For Mr. M. Night Shyamalan right there. Mmm. Good stuff. Let's see. Damn, that uh, song was fire. Exactly. It's so good. It's so good. Love it, love it, love it. Anyways, um, this is pretty cool right here. Let's stop whining and kick some ass. That's what Metallica did. 
And then I don't even really know what this movie is really about. Uh, inspired by true events, Cocaine Bear. <laughs> I just saw the poster and I'm like, that's badass. I've heard the title, but I really don't know much about it. I think Ray Liotta is part of this movie. I don't know. It just looks uh, pretty insane right there. So anyways, uh, DC Squadcast, they got a new uh, The Batman Scene by Scene podcast out there we got uh people talking about joker 2 reportedly be set of course in the arkham asylum but it's supposed to start production next week so that'll be cool we got the riddler year one number three right there and then check this out so we got comic book writer ken penders shows off the original prototype for uh if you guys didn't know if you guys don't remember there was supposed to be a spider-man 4 sam raimi spider-man 4 with toby mcguire of course and it was going to have vulture as the main villain who was going to be played by john malkovich and uh look at the wings right here look at what they were going to do with these wings look at that the prosthetic wings right there showing off uh just showing off the mechanics of the uh the wings so there you go. That is pretty sweet right there. You know, something that's all the way back to like, what, 2000, when, 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 when probably 2006 or seven or whatever, before they canceled it, before they canceled it and rebooted Spider-Man. But yeah, that's what the, uh, the vulture wings were going to look like for Spider, for Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 4. It's amazing how much uh, pre-production was already in there. So cool. And then we got uh, James McAvoy. Uh, he has no interest. So don't expect James McAvoy. I mean, who knows? Because obviously, if you throw money at an actor, they might change their mind. You just never know. Because we've heard actors say many, many times that they would not return or not come back. Hey, Hugh Jackman. Um, but James McAvoy, in a recent interview, said that, nah, he's done. I'm not that bothered about coming back because you move forward. So, you know, he had a good time with the character of Xavier, but apparently he's kind of just done with it. But hey, who knows when it comes to, again, that Marvel, that Marvel dump truck starts backing up in your driveway and, uh, you know, dumps all that money on your, you know, on your driveway, you might, you might say yes. Who knows? I'm like, I guess I'm shaving my head again. So we'll see. Yeah, but I don't blame him either. I don't blame him either, Steph. Yeah, I really don't. So, and then check this out. Uh, yeah, I mean, this was one of the things that when it came to uh, the old regime of Warner Brothers, a relationship they fucked up, sadly. And I think it had to do with that day and date thing a little bit, which was, you know, Obviously, uh, we all thought that was a good idea at the time, but apparently, you know, now, you know, here we are two years later and, you know, it's still still suffering right here. But Legendary Entertainment formalizes Sony deal after cutting ties with Warner Brothers. That's right. Yeah. The production company behind Dune and Godzilla vs. Kong has cut ties with Warner Brothers and entered a multi-year worldwide film distribution partnership with Sony Pictures. So there you go. Under the new agreement, Sony will market and distribute Legendary's upcoming theatrical motion picture titles. However, select existing projects at Legendary are exempt from the pact, meaning Warner Brothers Pictures is still backing Dune Part 2, of course. So we still got that that's in there. So they're still going to be part of Dune. But yes, Legendary signing with Sony Pictures. Again, the old regime screwed that one up. I'm sure the new regime was trying to get them back, but sadly did not happen. IMAX poster, new IMAX poster for Avatar The Way of the Water. Looks beautiful. And then we got uh, some concept. We got art uh, right here, a concept by Brian Hagen right here, inspired by the recent appearance of uh, the Man of Steel right here. I like this. Look at that. It's pretty cool. 
I like that. I like how we accent the, uh, the, the belt, I guess you could say. It's kind of like a belt, not really a belt. It's more like just a whatever, a waist thing like there. But uh, I thought that was pretty cool. I like it. I dig it. I dig it. And if you're wondering how they shot some of these, if you wonder how they shot some of these scenes for Roger Rabbit, yeah, they used the stuffed animal, Roger Rabbit, a lot, you know. So that's how they did a lot of that. That had to be very difficult. But man, did it turn out so good. So good. And then going back to Rebel Moon, another thing, apparently, according to this uh, Twitter handle right here, on November 23rd, Netflix filed a trademark application for Rebel Moon for use uh, in relation to toys, clothing, and entertainment information. That application can be found here. So if you go actually right there, yes, that's right. So hopefully, what I'm hoping for when it comes to this, fingers crossed, that Zach Obviously, and I'm pretty sure, you know, because he's a smart businessman, he's going to get a little piece of this pie, too. Because, uh, yeah, following that the trademark to try to get the, you're going to have toys, you're going to have clothing and all that stuff. Because, you know, you know, we don't want to lack that kind of stuff. We want the clothes. We want the merchandise. We want all that. So that's good. So good on Zach. Hopefully, um, I mean, if he's going to get, you know, four more movies, going to need that for sure. We've got more art right here. The Batman by uh, Kyle Petchuk right there. So that's pretty cool. Something from the Batman when he comes crashing through the ceiling right there. Pretty badass. Like it. And then, yes, guys, uh, who's watching uh, The Mean One, which is a horror spinoff of The Grinch? Did you guys see this shit right here? knew what to do. What the Why, fuck? Santa Claus? Why? But what if I said that's not how it went down? That's not how it went down. We don't need to watch the whole thing, but what, uh, yeah, so there you go. Looks cheap, and I think that's what they're going for. I think that's why these movies are looking cheap, because you get a lot more bang for the buck, and it's very ridiculous. But yes, this, uh, I'm not going to probably, I, I don't even want to watch really Love and Honey. Maybe I do a little bit. Maybe, I don't know, maybe one of these days I'll catch up on these weird, crazy little, I don't know what was happening uh, now, because we just heard that there was like a Bambi, there's going to be a Bambi movie that's like a horror thing. I don't know. It's all pretty crazy. They showed the uh, they showed the entire movie in the trailer, pretty much. I mean, it's probably what it is. And then, yes, guys, uh, I didn't post a link down below, but uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League is just ten dollars right now in four K Ultra HD. Just to let you know. Will Smith. So we know that Emancipation's coming out. It's coming out soon. Um, of course, he's going to have to promote it. So he's been doing some interviews and he had one with Kevin McCarthy. And he basically said, he said to him, he said that he completely, this is what he said, because, you know, obviously there's still going to be people that are probably not going to want to support anything Will Smith does, uh, especially after, you know, you know, after the slap of uh, Chris Rock. But he said, I completely understand if someone is not ready, I would absolutely respect that and allow them their space to not be ready. My deepest concern is my team. Antoine has done what I think is uh, the greatest work of his career. The people on this team have done some of the best work of their entire careers. And my deepest hope is that my actions don't penalize my team. At this point, that's what I'm working for. So basically was saying like that, talking about emancipation. I mean, obviously the movie was shot before all the stuff happened, but yeah. 
it's going to probably mess up a little bit because, you know, a lot of people are not going to go see this movie because they're still not not okay with what he did. To me, I'm over it. I mean, I did not agree with what he did for sure, but I'm just like one of those people like, all right, well, it's been a while now. I'm curious to see what happens in this movie and what his performance is like, what the movie's like. So I'm still going to, you know, check it out. But yeah, he understands that there's going to be people that are not going to do that and hopefully it doesn't affect the careers of others so he's looking out for the cast and the or the crew the cast and of course the director so good on him good on him for doing that so that's nice at least all right so now we're back okay guys god i still got some energy listening to that metallica song like jesus christ Talk about just just good freaking stuff right there. When I saw that, <laughs> I was like, yes. I didn't think. I was like, who knew that Metallica was making a, an album right now? I was like pleasantly surprised that Metallica was uh, put out or putting out a new album next year. And it's like, it's got like 12 songs on it. They put out the track list. Oh, man. Just happy to see all that. Happy to see all that. Uh-oh. What the heck? Where's that? Oh, my God. Here we are. Okay. Let's get to the topic at hand. Let's talk about James Gunn. Uh, let's talk about James Gunn. All right. So James Gunn, of course, has been talking a lot when it comes to uh, when it comes to the DCU, DCU. Yeah. But uh, you know, he's been um, you know he's been promoting, of course, Guardians of the Galaxy, and it's funny too because he. Uh, you know, when it comes to all this, uh, like like this is a tweet right here that the, one of the first tweets that he that people were talking about is uh, the fact that it's going to be connected. It's going to be everything's going to be all connected right here. So this is one of the tweets that he was uh, uh, he said, yes, most definitely the DCU will be connected across film, TV and animation. And then he also followed it up by uh, talking about like, you know, the fact that there's also going to be video games involved. So basically confirming that, yes, on all on everything. When it comes to the DCU, it's going to be uh, the DC Universe. Maybe I should just say it like that. I can't say the DCU. I'll say DC Universe. Anyways, it's going to be uh, connected through all different mediums, you know, even even uh, even video games, which is going to be interesting, which characters get tied into that. And then a lot of people are actually talking about Booster Gold, and he even said right here, inter- interesting... Um, Interestingly, he said Booster was the most requested character when I asked people on Mastodon what character they would most like to see on screen. I'm not creating stories by public vote, but I found it fascinating nevertheless. So he's not, you know, I mean, obviously he's listening to fans and seeing what they want. So I'm sure like if he probably already has something with Booster Gold in mind. But uh, yeah, just basically talking about that, just doing all that because uh, I find it surprising if you didn't hear at least it a little bit more before he said just one question james just one are we going to hear more about this plan before sdcc 2023 he said i find it surprising if you didn't hear at least a little more before then so because i was even saying that too i was going like well if james gunn i mean like are we gonna hear about the slate when it comes to comic-con next year obviously he confirmed at one point that yes we are, uh, he's going to be giving his plan to, I guess, to the Warner Brothers team in about two months. So basically in January, maybe uh, February, late January, early February, he's going to uh, have the, the Bible, I guess, the, you know, the Bible with all the stories, whatever, the roadmap, whatever you want to call it. He's going to have it ready, but he's only going to give it, he's only going to show Warner Brothers Discovery, he's only going to show the Warner Brothers 
crew. You know, obviously, you know, there's probably some scoopers out there that were trying to claim that they were that they were they were going to hear about it in the next two months. But he said, nope, nope, which is great. I love the fact that he's doing that. I love the fact that he's just taking all the scoops and uh, just uh, just keep on doing that. And just uh, yeah, that's pretty much what they are. But I'm just saying like. So he's shooting all that down. So they're going to have that by January, February. And I guess we're going to hear a little bit about it before Comic-Con. I'm kind of wondering, maybe one of us, somebody should actually ask the man, is there going to be a DC fandom again? That's what I'm kind of wondering about, you know? I've always, I'm wondering if they're actually going to try to attempt to do a DC fandom again, or they're just like, you know what? We don't need to do that anymore. That was a pandemic thing, even though the first DC fandom was amazing it was amazing the second one was a little like eh, okay not that much here first one was amazing because well i mean a lot of good trailers you had Zack snyder's justice league and we had the hallelujah trailer you had the first batman trailer which just blew everybody's minds i mean it was just the talk it was the talk of the weekend which is great but i don't know if we're gonna have that i just wonder i don't even know if he would actually answer that i don't know if he'd answer that but but yeah, he did confirm all that and he talked about Booster Gold and of course shooting down, you know, some scooper stuff. So, I mean, I don't know when we're going to actually hear any of that. I don't know what the plan is when it comes to releasing little tidbits here. I mean, obviously one of the first things has to be Superman. I, I just think that's just has to be Superman related. We've talked about this. We've talked about how, you know, basically Henry Cavill doesn't necessarily have... He doesn't necessarily have the multi-picture deal that we all thought he would get before he's joined Black Adam, but I think he got like a short-term deal, at least for now, and then he's eventually going to be getting that long-term deal, that multi-picture deal, when they figure out where to place him in this roadmap. I mean, that's pretty much what we got to wait for. It's just like James Gunn, Peter Saffron going, all right, Superman will go here, here, and here, you know, basically just, you know, big, huge... God knows, they probably have whiteboards too, just full of just... All kinds of stuff. I mean, I hope he actually shares pictures or something like that. That'd be pretty cool. Um, but they probably got, you know, a bunch of whiteboards or whatever the hell, just trying to connect all kinds of shit. So, and then he'll definitely get that. He'll definitely get that contract right after that. So we just got to wait for it. We just got to wait for it. And, uh, you know, but I just like the fact that he's still just shooting down. He's going to be making fun of, uh, you know, the scoopers and stuff like that. And I just, I still don't understand now that I, I mean, I, I, I try not to comment, comment about it that much, but sometimes I see some stuff and I'm like, wow, they are turning on James Gunn, of course, because he's shooting them down. And I'm just kind of going, it's just not a good way to do business. It's like, how are you, I mean, just because they're trying to, it's just, it's just interesting. This is why I don't like the scooping game because it's dirty. It's filthy. It's gross because now you have somebody in charge who has an online presence that's going to shoot your stuff down. So now it's like, well, no, don't believe him. Believe me, because we're doing some exceptional work over here. No, you're not. You're not doing exceptional work. You're throwing darts. You're throwing darts at a board and you're just trying to pick and choose what exactly you're trying to do. You're again, like I keep on saying, and I keep on, I'm going to keep on saying it. You're walking up to the roulette table and either betting on red or black on something happening. So so I love that, love that, and everything. So I hope we get more Henry Cavill Superman. You definitely are, James. You were. You are. You are. I mean, unless something crazy were to happen, and I know we're all kind of concerned because uh, Dwayne Johnson hasn't acknowledged James Gunn yet as the DC head, which is interesting. I do find it interesting. I talked about it last Wednesday. But uh, we're definitely going to see more Henry Cavill Superman. It seems like 
quitting the Witcher and then getting back into uh, getting back into the Superman costume, I think that was just the step in that that right direction. He just doesn't yet have that multi-picture deal because they don't know where exactly where to place him yet. So, yeah, we definitely will. We definitely will. Uh, so don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. I feel like my camera, I'm not centered in my camera, my frame, but I guess so. I'll be all right. October was the only one month that, um, okay, so let's see. I, I feel non-DC fans don't know about fandom. I am. They probably don't. They probably don't. Yeah. Let's uh, hope Gunn doesn't forget about him. Forget about what? Superman? I don't think Gunn's going to forget about Superman. That's what you're talking about there, fatty god, but... I don't think that's what you were talking about. But but anyway, so that's what James Gunn has been kind of talking about, you know, trying to uh, trying to like give some acknowledgement to fans. He also talked about that, you know, obviously he's still you still got a contract with Marvel and you still got to promote, obviously, Gardens of the Galaxy Volume three. That's going to be I don't know. It's coming out next year, next summer. So obviously he's got to do that. And uh, but I, I just like at the same time, because there are some people that were even saying, like, you should stop talking about Marvel. And it's like, no, you, you, he's not going to stop talking about Marvel. Um, I think he even like acknowledged that, too. It's like, no, he's not going to stop talking about the Marvel stuff because he still has a movie coming out. I mean, obviously, the holiday special just came out, which I enjoyed. It's cheesy. It's whatever it's but it's it's Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, so. Anyways, that's just what's happening when it comes to uh, when it comes to James Gunn right there. So, all right, let's talk about Bob Iger now, who of course is now running things back, running things at Disney because you know when it comes to Disney, they didn't know what the hell they were doing. You know, I mean, Jesus Christ. Um, Bob Chapek obviously is no longer there. It seems kind of weird. There's some sketchiness there that I've been kind of hearing where it's just like, wait a minute. So was he just like there to do that? And then they're going to bring Iger back because I don't know. It's just, it's, it's all a crazy situation. I don't really know how to look at it, especially process anything that I've heard when it comes to this whole thing. Like, did they just want to be Chapek just be like, kind of like a fall guy? Just blame it on that guy. The reason why Disney now has a cash flow problem is because of Bob, not Bob Iger, but Bob Chapek, whatever, how you ever say your name. But yeah, so I'm just kind of wondering, I don't know, could be. Who knows? A lot of sleazy shit happening. And what I keep on telling you guys, too, is the fact that, you know, Warner Brothers Discovery is under the spotlight. Zaslav is being looked at as like an evil, evil person, obviously, when it came to the whole Batgirl stuff. But I mean, they're all again, all the companies are struggling when it comes to a cash flow. So, you know, apparently, you know, Iger is supposed to save the day. But is he going to save the day? Who knows? But apparently, according to this uh, article right here, when it comes to um, when it comes to. Uh, uh, deadline. They uh, posted this article right here that says uh, Bob Iger tells Disney Town Hall hiring freeze still in effect. No new acquisitions plan and not merging with Apple. So a lot of people were wondering if like Apple was actually going to end up buying Disney. And a lot of like rumors were out there. And he goes, there's a lot to do. Bob Iger told Disney staffers today of the state of the company. He is now running again quickly. He said he added right there. 71 years old. Jesus Christ. Uh, 71 year old executive also said that a hiring freeze his uh, uh, the hiring freeze his pink slip predecessor Bob Chebek announced on November 11th is still in place offering his perspective from being outside the company the past year after decades at Disney Iger told staffers additionally that rumors of a merger or deal with Apple were just that rumors. The man who bought Pixar, Marvel, Lucasfilm, and Fox. Good God. <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about who's Thanos here? Jesus Christ. 
Um, for Disney during this last stint as uh, CEO also noted that the House of Mouse wasn't looking to make any more big ticket acquisitions anytime soon. Unless they really need it. Unless the cash flow problem gets even worse. So it might. I don't know. Held in front of a crowd at Disney's main corporate campus, the town hall was live streamed Monday for employees around the globe to tune in, uh, tune into taking questions after a breezy five-minute speech. Iger joshed that his wife pushed him to exit retirement so he wouldn't contemplate a White House bid again. Wow. A White House bid? Yeah. Uh, uh, White House um, bid. I don't know about that. Bob Iger running for president. I mean, that would be very interesting. But yeah, there you go. But yeah, there's some interesting stuff that's happening. But yeah, the hiring freeze still happening. Uh, you're going to hear about more layoffs. It's just what's going to happen. That's what's happening all over the place because they have. I mean, again, what I keep on saying, too, is the fact that it's like they're paying. They're just paying too much for a lot of this stuff. A lot of this stuff. It's like as long as you're paying People that are making this movie and you're, you know, you're not paying Dwayne. Jo well, I mean, obviously that's you're not paying these actors like fucking 30, 40 million dollars and these directors and producers so much money where there's not enough to go around. I mean, Jesus Christ, of course, you're going to have a cash flow problem, especially when people aren't subscribing to your streaming service as uh, as much as you want them to. But of course, Bob Iger says the top priority is to make, you know, uh, to, to solve the cash flow problem that is when it comes to streaming, which means most likely ads or upping the subscriber, you know, once a month uh, fee. So just what's happening. But uh, all that's still going on. But, yeah, you're going to be hearing about layoffs. You're going to be hearing about all that stuff. Garen freaking Tia, just the way it is. They're all doing it. I don't know why it's it's not just one. It's not just one or the other. So that's what's just funny about it. Everybody's looking at Warner Brothers Discovery, not just them. Not just them. And then we got Shazam. So I saw this. This is just random right here because, you know, why not? It's, uh, uh, it's, uh, it's this uh, article right here that I saw people talking about. Now, when it comes to the villains, when it comes to the villains of Shazam, uh, Shazam 2, they were talking about this right here. When it uh, when it came to them and said and I saw this from the direct, it said Warner Brothers makes DCEU. That's right. DCEU. Can we still call it that? No. Come on, James Gunn. Just keep it that uh, history with the first movie without a villain from comics. So this was pretty interesting because I saw kind of people going back and forth. Warner Brothers Discovery is set to feature f four DCU. How could you have DCEU in the title and then put DCU in your freaking article? How dare you? The direct. Anyways, just nitpicking and just me ranting off on meaningless shit. Um, with the likes of Shazam, Fear of the Gods, DCU uh, has experienced blah, blah, blah. Shazam, Fear of the Gods director David F. Sandberg revealed in the latest issue of Empire that the villains of the sequel are completely original and not based on any comic book characters, marking the first time that a DCEU, make up your mind, the direct, what are you doing? Going back and forth? Pick one. Sorry. Project has touted main villains who haven't originated in the comics. Shazam 2 joins three other DC movies that also featured solely original villains, namely Nuclear Man from Superman 4. Hey, who remembers that? Nuclear Man? He was badass when I was a kid. I watch it now. It's ridiculous. Uh, Nathaniel Burke from Steel and uh, Laurel Hadar, Hadar from Catwoman. Sam would explain that this is due to the fact that Shazam's powers come from Greek, God, Greek gods. So we said this right here. We landed there because Shazam's powers come from Greek gods. So what 
if those powers were stolen from the gods and now they want revenge. They want revenge. So there you go. There's the quote right there. The villains in question are the three daughters of Atlas, which is actually from the source material and uh, name uh, Hespera, Calypso and Anthea. Anthea. So there you go. She wanted to do all her own stunts, apparently. Ooh, that's pretty good. Good on Helen Mirren. But if anybody was wondering about this right here, I don't really see that as anybody really caring so much. I mean, obviously, there's going to be, you know, Atlas was in the source material. There's still like, you know, there's still going to be names that we're going to hear about. But I understand what he's saying. And sometimes you just got to adjust it for live action, which is what a director should do. You got to make your tweaks, got to adjust it to make it make sense to a general audience who does not know any of the source material. So it does make sense. And uh, hey, guess what? I'm still looking forward to it. Still looking forward to it. That's all I got to say. That's it. That's all I got to say about that. So, okay. And then finally... Ah, man, Antonio Banderas, what are you doing? What are you, what are you freaking doing here? Oh, what are you doing? Did you guys see this? This uh, this disappointed me because I, uh, I'm a big fan of Antonio Banderas. I love, uh, I mean, the De- Desperado. That's when I first got introduced to the man, and that's still one of my all-time favorite action movies. Obviously, he's had a very uh, a great career when it comes to uh, many of the movies that he's done and being an action star and doing all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, uh, he definitely, <laughs> yes, I mean, pretty much Diamond Absolutes. Um, I already said it there in the, in the chat currently. But, uh, yeah, in a recent interview, uh, he basically, um, he stated that um, when somebody asked, because obviously, you know, he played Zorro in two Zorro movies, which were fantastic, especially the first one. If you haven't, if you haven't watched uh, Mask of Zorro, do yourself a favor. Him, Anthony Hopkins, Catherine Zeta-Jones. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, do that. Watch it. But he said, like, you know, somebody asked, who do you think now should, you know, could play Mask of Zorro? And who does he say? He says, Tom Holland. What the fuck? Seriously? Tom Holland. Well, first off, you might want to rethink that because maybe you'll think, uh, you know, maybe somebody who should be playing Zorro should be, I don't know, Spanish? Seriously, dude. Tom Holland. <laughs> no. 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 What? what? No. No. What, is he going to get a tan? Put a little mustache on him? No. Don't do that. I remember once upon a time in Mexico, you did that with uh, William Defoe. Remember? They made him Mexican. That was pretty funny. Um, but... No, what are you thinking? And when I read that, I was like, dude, Anto- oh, man. And so many people were like, what are you thinking? I almost think that Antonio uh, was basically going, he didn't, he, he didn't think about the question beforehand. And he just thought, oh, who's popular right now? And he just, Tom Holland just hit his brain. Not really thinking like, what the hell? You know, not really even thinking about his, uh, his answer right there. I mean, my God. <laughs> Ugh. Thank you, Draga, for the uh, $5 super chat. I got one better. Timothy Chalamet, how freaking dare you? How dare you? Ugh, no, 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 no. I will fuck you up! Nope, nope, nope. I won't. I, I, don't, I won't really, but, you know, I'm just saying. But, uh, yeah, get out of there with that. Ugh, God. But when he said, 
when he said uh, when he said Tom Holland, I went what? And everybody, nobody agreed with that. Like I, I haven't seen one person that even thought that. I'm surprised I didn't see memes. Like somebody made, you know, Tom Holland. I maybe I just missed it. Thank God. But it's just like you know. And there's nothing against Tom Holland. I like the guy. But yeah, everybody kind of fan casts him in a lot of things. So I think that's why Antonio Banderas was just like going, yeah, Tom Holland. You know, he didn't know how to answer it. He was just like, you know. Who, who just hit his brain first. But it's like, dude, you know, especially in 2022, you don't cast a white dude to play a Hispanic, okay? You just don't do that. You can't do that, all right? So pick someone. I mean, it would have been, if you did, you know, maybe even Cholo Maridona, that would have been a better choice, you know? He's a hot up-and-coming actor right now. That would have been a better choice. But, man, Tom Holland, ooh. I wonder if, like, uh, he was seeing, I wonder if he's seen, like, any of, like, the backlash when it came to that, when it came to that. So it's just like, ugh. But, uh, you know, Patrick, when Patrick said white folks uh, have dominated most roles in the media, yeah, we don't, yeah, we don't need, yeah, I mean, that's a, it's a new era now. I mean, obviously when, when, uh, you know, cinematic history, yes, that was always the case. And there were some very questionable, you know, performances out there and stuff that was happening, but we're not doing that anymore. But it's just, it's just funny that Antonio Banderas, it's like next time have like somebody, you know, with, uh, somebody, somebody more similar to you. Have that name chambered when somebody asks you again, because I'm wondering if like, you know, whatever he promotes next is somebody going to be like, did you really think Tom Holland would play like a, a good Zorro? Dang, he might he might back he might backpedal on that one now. He probably will, as he should. So anyways, that's just it was just I thought that was uh, would have been that was a funny top fun topic right there to talk about because it was like, Jesus Christ, dude, really? Ugh. Does Antonio have a son? Yeah, I think he's got some kids. Uh, They're probably like half breeds like me, you know, half Mexican, half uh, white because um, uh, Melanie Griffith is his wife. So I think he's had kids with her, possibly. I'm pretty sure that they have. So, yeah. Anyways, Matia Fortuna, there you go. Uh, but was Zorro Spaniard or was he Mexican? I know there's a difference. There's a, there is a difference because it's like, well, I mean, I know Antonio Banderas, he's Spanish. He's definitely Spanish. He's not exactly Mexican, but I know for a bit there too, there's always like that difference too, because people will be like, Hey Dave, are you Latino or are you Hispanic? And I'm like, I think I'm, you know, I'm more like in the Hispanic. Uh, I think my, uh, my history goes back to you know, Spain, I guess, you you know, not, but then at the same time, it's like, now there's like a mix. I have like a mix of that. I think partially, uh, part of my, um, my bloodline goes to, uh, Spain, but then also Mexico. So I'm like, I guess I'm both. I don't know what that, yeah, with that. And then of course, you know, white also. So, which also, that's a mix of a lot of things too. My mom's a mix of a lot of things when it comes to Europe and everything like that too. So, yeah, I, pfft, Latinx. Ugh. Nobody. Just I'm just saying. Nobody in the communities, especially the Latino community, doesn't care. Don't don't call them Latinx. I've said that many times. Please don't. If you yeah, please don't call anybody Latinx because you know you're gonna end up hearing. Yeah. Nobody likes that. That's you know somebody created that. You know that was not of Latino descent. It's a dumb freaking phrase right there. LeBron for Zorro. You're funny, Draga. You're funny. You're funny. So. Yeah, don't call it. See what? Yeah, see, don't call it. Yeah, exactly. Nobody in there likes that. Harry Styles for Zorro. Ah, God, what are you guys doing to me? Ugh, no, 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 no. Jeez. Uh, no, but um, what's funny though? Speaking of Harry Styles, I actually watched Don't Worry, Darling over the weekend, and um, you know, for the most part, I enjoyed it. Like it's a good concept. Florence, pew 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 pew. 
was fantastic in it. Harry Styles was, you know, he was fine. Everybody was, you know, everybody else was good. But um, I enjoyed it. But when it came to the whole twist, when you finally realized what the twist was, which I, of course, guessed part of it because it was kind of obvious. But I just think like when the twist was being rolled out, like the buildup was great, but the rolling out of the twist after you kind of figured out what things are happening, I didn't quite think they stuck the landing when it came to that. And then the resolution was kind of interesting and weird. So I think they there's uh, there's some scenes that get draw that that drag out way too much when it comes to that. But for the most part, I enjoyed it. It's on HBO Max. Not too shabby. It wasn't too shabby. Anyways, all right, let's go to some questions right here and see what's going on on the Twitter world. Hold on, let me make sure that everything's all good, everything's fine. I forgot to post on uh, YouTube, so no questions there, but okay. So, Eric, so Dave, Pooh, Horror, Peter Pan, Horror, Grinch, Horror. Seriously, is there a reason for this let's gruesomely ruin your childhood pattern? Start to look a little bit lazy. I mean... If it works, it works. I don't see the issue with it. I mean, I'm not going to watch it all. And if it ruins your childhood, you didn't have a good childhood. I always say that. When people say that things ruin their childhood, I'm like, all right, you must have not had a good childhood. Personally, uh, where I take uh, advantage of public domain or parody, I'd actually be creative with it. Well, I mean, it can be creative. What are you going to, what else are you going to do? Make them, what are you going to make Peter Pan a, a cyborg? You're going to make the Grinch nice? I don't know. Why not make them all evil? And then they have a crossover. I'm, that's what I'm wondering. Is it going to be a crossover movie? Mr. Wooter, hey Dave, did you show a picture? Did you show a picture of Robert Downey Jr. has a bald head? Everyone's freaking out. Is he playing Lex Luthor? I don't think anybody's thinking that he's playing Lex Luthor. They're just obviously anytime an actor goes bald, they're just like, hey, he could play Lex Luthor. And did you watch the Grinch trailer? It looks so cool and creepy. Yep, I don't know about cool, but it looks creepy. Uh, Cohen Treo, G. If Zach did sign a six-pick deal with Netflix, do you think that means he wouldn't come back to DC if Gunn were to invite him back to do the JL Endgame movies? Probably not. Um, give him the conditions he always wanted. I'm holding out hope he'd still say yes and make it work. I mean, he could try to make it work, but I don't think he would actually be able to direct any of that. I mean, I've always said if they were going to do like uh, the conclusion to his Justice League, they'd have to do it in uh, miniseries format or like uh, animation or something like that. And then he would still be a producer on it and have other directors. Naven, what's on your list for Christmas movie and shows this year? Well, I mean... Uh, I, I'm definitely going to watch Violent Night, which comes out next week. So looking forward to that. Uh, you know, and I have my normal movies that I watch. Home Alone, Christmas Vacation, Christmas Story, all that. Also, for Superman fans out there, Lois and Clark has a handful of cute holiday episodes. Interesting. Lois and Clark. Uh, let's see. RJ, what the hell? That was weird. Did I see something crawling on there? Anyways, uh, RJ, since James Gunn is talking about DCU-connected video games, what character or characters would make for a great video game? Well, I mean, obviously the Suicide Squad for sure, which is already coming out. Similar to the game uh, Jedi Fallen Order, maybe we could get a Green Lantern game with a Green Lantern in a far-off sector. That's not Hal or John. That could be pretty cool. I think they have a lot to work with when it comes to the Green Lantern world. I've seen some people in the DC fandom voice their concerns that James Gunn debunking rumors addressing toxic fans is going to cause division in the community. 
I, I love that because it's like, no, no, motherfuckers, you guys have already caused a division. People say I caused division too because, you know, I'll point out this stuff. But yeah, it's like, no, guys, you guys are doing that, not him. There's also talk of rock versus gun. Do you agree with that sentiment? And do you think that it's a divide between two parties? Well, I talked about this last Wednesday. And to me, I just think because what I heard was Hiram Garcia was up for the job of, of DC Studios head as well. Didn't get the job, so I might be some sour grapes right there when it comes to the Garcias and Dwayne Johnson. That's my guess. Who knows? I don't know anything more than that. Finally, Isaac, since uh, we're on the topic of James Gunn, what are your thoughts on Brightburn? I actually really enjoyed it. I have yet to see it, and I'm uh, intrigued by the concept. I also think some people should look at that film and see that Gunn can overlook, produce some DC films in a serious tone. Exactly. There's not like a bunch of dick and fart jokes when it comes to uh, when it comes to Brightburn. I mean, there's not. It's essentially. It's essentially, hey, I mean, I think him and his brothers, maybe they were just around a campfire or something like that. They are passing around something kind of goofy and went, <gasps> what if uh, little Clark, when he figured out he had powers, what if he just killed a lot of people instead? <sighs> you know, I'm just kind of wondering if it came up with that, you know, just passing something around, mind gets a little expanded. Hey. You start thinking about like, hey, and you know, what's funny about Brightburn too, is they, they were trying to kind of establish like a bigger universe. If you watched it, no, I mean, spoiler alert, but yeah, they kind of talk about how there could be other people out there that are not nice. Just imagine if there was like a dark justice league or something like that. I don't know. So I guess, well, you know, I, I think that a lot of people should look at that movie and be like, yeah, look at that. And, you know, they even brought it up, I think, with some interviews with them that, uh, you know, when they talked about how it looked like Man of Steel. And, you know, he's basically paying an homage and obviously has nothing but respect for Zack Snyder. Of course, they work together you know, with uh, Dawn of the Dead. So nobody wants DJ with too, uh, uh, too much power in, the D in DC anyways. Probably not, because he would all be like, all about me. And God knows if that's going to be the case. That's another thing, too, I'm wondering. You know, when it comes to James Gunn and Peter Saffron creating this DC Bible, I'm just kind of wondering, does that DC Bible include the Justice League taking on Black Adam? You know, does it include that? Does it include Black Adam being an ultimate baddie when it comes to this universe? That's another thing I'm wondering, too. Are they playing? Are they playing with that character, or are they just be like, well, the character didn't really impact a lot of things, so we're not going to really include a lot of it with this new DC Bible? That's another thing. I'm kind of wondering too. Like, how much does Black Adam fall into this DC Bible that they're coming up with? And that could be another reason why that uh, that Dwayne Johnson is not even acknowledging the fact that uh, he's not even saying his name yet. I don't know. There's a lot of things that's going to be interesting. So when we finally hear what's going to be happening with this, you know, are we going to get that Black Adam sequel? Because let's face it, the box office, not so great. Not so great. It still not, hasn't even crossed 400 million worldwide. So that's another thing that I kind of wonder when it comes to that. But who knows? Who knows? Would you say it's a Man of Steel ripoff and Gunn said it himself? Yeah. Not a ripoff. It's an homage. I know, like, some people want to paint it as a ripoff. It's not a ripoff. It just, like, took it to a different direction. And then he was, of course, the the, the trailer had Man of Steel vibes to it. I kind of, I wonder, that's another, I guess that's another thing I should ask Zach if he ends up 
uh, coming back to the vodka stream, I wonder if he's ever seen Brightburn. Has it ever been asked that if Zach has seen uh, um, uh, Brightburn? I wonder if he has. Oh, maybe. I wonder if he has. I think he. I, that seems like something he'd watch, but who knows? Maybe not. But uh, yep. I don't know. Maybe I should ask him that. He uses. Yeah, he uses the fonts and everything. Yeah, Gunn said that he that he um, he likes that he likes Man of Steel. The font was exactly the same and everything like that. But anyways, all right. It's time to wrap this up. Uh, appreciate it, guys. Appreciate you guys uh, clicking in right here. Let me see something here. Oh, there's. Oh, I bet you that's why. Oh, okay, hold on. Oh, okay, I'm going to have to adjust something. Mm-mm, there, that's why. That's why. You'll probably hear the music there now. Yeah. I know. You should meet Zack Snyder. He's a very nice dude, a very awesome dude. Anyways, guys, make sure you, uh, you know subscribe to the channel, do all that. Share the stream, like it, do all that, everything. Follow me on all the... Uh, uh, the stuff that's around me, all the all the sock meds, the Patreon, doing all that stuff. You guys are awesome. Yeah, see, I yeah, know I had something uh, that I didn't adjust when uh, when I came to the uh, the audio of the music right there. But anyways, guys, uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow, same uh, junkie time, same junkie channel, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Love you guys. Talk to you later. <laughs>